Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. with that mic in your hand. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Did some research. There are multiple places that sell Halloween costumes, and these here are the most appropriate 2022 Halloween costumes. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You are... Tammy Burns. Now, I know a lot about you, Tammy, because we've now been married for 704 years. Oh, God, it feels like it, huh? And I know for a fact that your favorite holiday of the year is Halloween. Yes. We are recording this early in October, and the house was already decorated for Halloween, what was it, the third week of September? Yes. Yeah. Uh, No, I understand completely. I I don't know why there hasn't been a rented U-Haul truck van trip to Hobby Lobby or Michael's in order to pick up everything that... A skull, a pumpkin, something on it. Is that planned? Hey, you know what's so funny? What? Uh, Our daughter was helping me put everything up. Yeah? You know what she was saying? (gasps) She wants all of it. She said, Mom. Right. When you die. Right. I want all of this. That's the first thing I thought. You didn't tell it to me that way right at the beginning. Uh You said, oh, our daughter said that I want to have all of this stuff once, you know, once it's able to be mine. And I said, I think your daughter wants you to die so she can take all of your stuff. How creepy is that, huh? (laughs) Quite. All right, look, we got to do something for the Halloween show. Uh, And I usually just have a goof off time and play stuff. But I ran across this thread of songs that were written for people who passed and a lot of them are very well-known people and i thought this would be a nice thing i know it's halloween and it's a little bit spooky but i think this would be a nice little you know here's a a tip of the hat to these people who passed and i thought it would be a good idea here today by paul mccartney is an imagined conversation between him and john lennon where he declares his love and admiration for John because, you know, they had a whale of a falling out. Now, there's been stories that they were secretly with one another, especially the night where supposedly you could get $3,000 on Saturday Night Live to come down and play a song. Yeah. And, and Paul's like, let's go. We should actually go. What do you think? No, I think they should have gone. Uh, Elton John, Empty Garden, Hey Hey Johnny, was also about John Lennon, and he did not want to do it. He had already done it with Lady Diana. Right. Goodbye, English Rose. 
and or and not by then he hadn't he had done it for Marilyn Monroe right it wasn't right. quite redone however the lyrics were written over by his uh, Ber- you know Bernie Taupin his longtime collaborator and he said you know yeah that's a good idea the late great Johnny Ace by Paul Simon deals with R&B star Johnny Ace John F Kennedy and Beatle John Lennon why because they were all shot that's what he wants I've never heard this before, and I hope I'm telling the truth. Edge of Seventeen by Stevie Nicks. Mm-hmm. Now, where the title came from was Tom Petty's then wife. She, Stevie Nicks, asked her, when did you guys meet? Well, the woman said, at the age of 17. Right. However, she had such a thick southern accent that Stevie Nicks thought she said at the edge of 17. Perfect. And thought to herself, wow, that is a phenomenal way to say it. No, I like it. Yeah, well, no, actually, age of 17. However, she wrote the lyric White Wing Dove to represent Lennon's activism for peace. Really? I had never I had I've, never heard. I've never heard that either. I hadn't either. This one, however, I know for a fact. George Harrison has a song called All Those Years Ago. Mm-hmm. Much like the Beatles, they created songs for Ringo Starr. They gave him a song on the album. And it was usually written with a small number of notes to sing because he didn't have great range and such. And what Harrison was doing was writing a song for Ringo Starr to record, but changed the lyrics after John Lennon was killed and kept it for himself. However, Starr plays the drums. Here you go. It's George Harrison as we celebrate songs that are written for those who passed on this, the Halloween show, all those years ago here on Rock School. I'm shouting all about love. Well, they cheated you like a dog. There's George Harrison on this, the Halloween show this year, where we're talking about songs that were inspired by those who passed. Uh, Now, that song obviously was John Lennon. It's going to come up again and again. Bob Dylan did a song called Roll On John, quoting other songs, Day in the Life, Bow to John and Yoko, Come Together. Bob Dylan also did Blind Willie McTell, where he took Blind Willie's song, at least the melody, St. James Infirmary Blues, and did an honor to the blues man. Nice. American Pie, Don McLean. You know, everybody says, I, if if you're not from this area, you probably don't know, but I had, I, I won an Emmy for what I did with American Pie. It sits up on my, sits up on my wall, and... I got to tell you, I get it that it's supposed to be for the death of Buddy Holly. See, Holly's only mentioned a little bit. Right. The rest of it is the world after Buddy Holly. In Mm -hmm. fact, one of the first things I say in the lecture that was turned into a a piece that could be put up for the Emmy was that it, it only references him in the chorus. The remainder of it is about the world after uh, Buddy Holly's death. But obviously it was Buddy Holly that kicked it off. 
Alice Cooper has a song called Desperado, and that was all about Jim Morrison of The Doors. Now, let's do three from The Who. Old Red Wine was a Townsend written song in 2002 that was dealing with the death of John Entwistle, Thunder Thumb, Thunder Fingers, uh, the bassist. There's another song called Real Good Looking Boy by The Who, which Townsend sort of, what's the word I'm looking for, stole, pilfered, can't help falling in love, and the song was created to honor Elvis Presley. But the one I want to play from you or for you is by Roger Daltrey, and it's on the solo album that he did along with John Parr, as in St. Elmo's Fire, John Parr, and Julia Downs. The three of them wrote this tribute to the Who's Late Drummer and titled it Under a Raging Moon. Now, those who played on this Keith Moon hurrah were, let's see, Zach Starkey, which obviously Starkey, it's the son of Ringo Starr, Carl Palmer, Cozy Powell, Stuart Copeland, and many more. And they're all different drummers on the same song. Very cool. Which I thought was interesting. Here you go. Roger Daltrey, Under a Raging Moon, here on Rock School. Happy Halloween, everybody. We'll do some sort of goofy Halloween stuff here in the first break. But first, uh, here are some more songs that are written for those who pass tomorrow's goodbye, Leonard Skinnerd. Now, it's being sung by Johnny Van Zant, the brother of the original frontman, Ronnie. And it, it's simply a, an ode to him. However, Billy Powell didn't die in the plane crash. However, he did die after he played with the band as long as he could. Obviously passed away, something with his heart. The Southern Rockers memorialized the talents of Billy Powell, referencing the time the former roadie played a flawless freebird on the piano and then got hired as a band member. He died of a heart attack in 2009. I think I referenced that before. What's interesting, if you ever get a chance to do it, Northern Alabama, go to Muscle Shoals. There's two very famous uh, recording studios there. Fame is one of them. And then the Muscle Shoals Sound Studio, MSSS. And MSSS has simply become a... A, a museum, yes, if you will. Right. They don't record there anymore. However, that piano uh-huh. that Billy Powell played on is still there and on the tour, which is, is every bit as cheesy as you hope it would be. Right, right. They play that original piece of tape 
this was him sitting down and doing it. Oh, you just gave me chills. Yeah, the originals. Ooh. Okay. There was a song called No One But You, Only the Good Die Young by Queen. It was a 1997 track. You may know that Freddie Mercury died in 1991. All of the originals are on it. May and Taylor share the vocals rather than bringing in another person. All right, what are we going to play? Dear John by Styx. Styx guitarist... Tommy Shaw wrote this song in memory of the band's founding drummer, John Panazzo. John Panazzo died because of alcoholism. You can call it cirrhosis of the liver all you want, but it's because of alcoholism. His brother, as far as I know, is still living with AIDS and has joined Styx on stage multiple times. Dear John was the last song on Return to Paradise, and you'll notice... There's no drums on the song. Really? Because Panazzo was the drummer. Oh, Dear gosh. John on Rock School. Dear John, I knew you About as well as anyone We were the Coming into the first break, well, let's do something Halloween-y. Did some research. There are multiple places that sell Halloween costumes, and these here are the most appropriate 2022 Halloween costumes. One said you should dress up as the coronavirus. Isn't that over? What it, What does that even look like? I, you see, I wouldn't... Well, it's the. It's a circle with all the little uh, Shrek okay. ears yeah. coming I off of it. I wouldn't even want to do it because I wouldn't want to talk about it, right? What, what I would do rather than the coronavirus is the monkey pox. Yes. I would, like, find a monkey head and right. then put those weird Shrek ears popping all off right, of it. All right, now we're talking. Is that good? That's very good. Here's what a lot of people said. Obviously, you're dealing with a lot of pop culture. Eddie Munson from Stranger Things. Walk around with a guitar in your hand. That's that's what people like. Elvis, because of the Elvis movie, finally being out to everybody, which, by the way, we loved. Yes. Please don't expect it to be in any way, shape, or form realistic to reality. That's a bad way of putting it, realistic to reality. It has no faith in the history of Elvis. It is, it's much like the Marilyn Monroe movie that's out there, Blonde. Mm-hmm. It's not a specific history. It's based on a book that was based on what have you. It's a photocopy of a photocopy. So, But it's so well done. Squid Games, Donald Trump in a prison jumpsuit. <laughs> That's awful. Oh, man. Harry Styles. Basically, you just dress up as foppish as you can get. That's just fun. That's just comfortable. I don't know why, but Hocus Pocus the movie has come back strong this year. Well, it's it's coming back. The new one for Halloween. And the original. I don't think I've heard much about the new one, but the original. There's a, a teacher at my school. Who dressed up as the Sarah Jessica Parker character like two nights ago and whoops, head off to a party. That is one hot chick, I'm telling you. Anne and Barbie is another one. Pregnant Rihanna. (laughs) By the way, Rihanna's going to be the halftime entertainment at the Super Bowl this year. Really? Yeah. 
uh, Anna Delvey. I, I, I've got a wire transfer coming. A wire transfer. I can't get some money. Yeah. Uh, you should also dress up for the Queen's funeral. Oh. No, no, no. I think this could be done in a nice way. You that don't... would be gorgeous. Yeah. Dress up all black. Put the veil across your yes, face. I think yes. that would be great. Here's where you can get fantastically campish. Britney Spears got married this year, so dress up like Britney Spears, but put a veil on. Yes. I don't know why this has to be sexy, but somebody said sexy Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> um, uh. Anything from Encanto. Mm-hmm. Bezos in space. Well, they showed a picture of a guy that was in the blue jumpsuit that he went up in and then had, like, the rings of Saturn around his head. Marilyn Monroe, obviously, and then Elizabeth Holmes in The Dropout. Best one I've seen so far, yes. in my opinion, What is a power bill. Oh, that's funny. Yes. I also saw the woman who dressed up as a CVS receipt or a Walgreens receipt. Yeah, it's it's Walgreens. Yeah, is it? Yes, and, it just and, keeps on going and right. going and going. It was a roll of paper that was handwritten, and all I could think to myself is, don't get me wrong, it was nice on TikTok or Instagram or wherever I saw it, but that was an that was an ungodly amount of work to get that reveal. And once the reveal was over, there's nothing you could do. Well, just, you know, yeah. grab the bottom and roll it up. Who's listening to us here on the Rock School Show? Well, that would be KFOK, Sacramento, California. I, I know. When we finish this place, I want you to say that, but I want you to say how the how the letters actually spell, just to see if anyone cares. Back in a minute here in Rock School. Coming out of the break, uh, this being the Halloween show, we're talking about songs that were written to eulogize those who had passed, never without you, Ringo Starr, sort of returning the favor to George Harrison. Harrison passes in 2001, and Ringo has a song called Never Without You that was written by the two of them, and it was rewritten to reference the lyrics of a few of his big songs. George Harrison, of course. Eric Clapton came along, played some soulful guitar. My Man by the Eagles is in memory of Graham Parsons. It was written by Bernie Layden. Uh, I'm not saying that right. I'm sure of it. Leiden? Leiden. Leiden. Brain would not come up with it. He and Parsons were in the Flying Burrito Brothers together. Chicago had a song called Oh Thank You Great Spirit. It was Terry Kath paying tribute to Jimi Hendrix back in 1975. He even sang it in a Hendrix voice because Hendrix did a lot of this stuff when he sang. Yeah. Let me sit. I was doing him fine. It was kind of all at the front of the mouth. Right, yeah. right. The Sun Will Shine Again by John Lord, keyboardist for Deep Purple. In 2012, he co-wrote a song about his friend Ronnie James Dio, who died back in 2010. Sam Brown actually wrote the lyrics. And by the way, John Lord will have some songs dedicated to him a little later on in the show. So what are we playing? Def Leppard, 
White Lightning. The British rockers were talking about Steve Clark, who they called Steamin' Steve Clark on all the albums for some reason. In 1992, their Adrenalize album had this song on it. And by the way, White Lightning is slang for alcohol, which is what killed Clark mm. in 1991. Ooh. There was also a song about Clark on 1996. Uh, it's called Blood Runs Cold. Mm-hmm. But White Lightning is the one that a lot of Def Leppard fans would probably know, but maybe didn't know that it was about Steam and Steve Clark. And wow. It sounds like this here on Rock School. into the bottom of the hour magnificently late here are a few more songs dedicated to those who passed chelsea hotel number two leonard cohen it was about a sexual encounter with janice joplin the question being did the encounter really happen or is it something that he created for the song Mm. good question david gilmore wrote a song called a boat lies waiting 2008 we lost rick wright and that's the reason for the song. And by the way, Gilmore didn't write the lyrics. His wife, Polly Sampson, did. Gone Too Soon by the band was all about member Richard Manuel. Also, Fallen Angel by Robbie Robertson was about Richard Manuel. Angel of Harlem, that's you too. Mainly about Billie Holiday. However, you got to know Miles Davis and John Coltrane are in there as well. And I'll bet you know this one, Back in Black. Now, it's not just Back in Black, the single. Pretty much every song on the album has in some way mentioned or referenced Bon Scott. Really? Oh, yeah. And the lead singer, Johnston, was obviously fine with it. Huh. And you got to know at that point in time, he was coming in. So now that we're at the bottom of the hour, which is probably long past that let's do seven days 70 seconds october 24th all the way through october 30th tammy has got monday go october 24 1987 people finally hear something from the follow-up to thriller as michael jackson releases bad october 25 2000 napster releases their version of the program for mac computers 
October 26, 2010, Keith Richards releases his autobiography, Life. Still one of the greatest rock autobiographies or biographies ever written, period. And he's still alive. Yeah. It's, have you seen the picture of him holding a baby? And it says, an early picture of Keith Richards holding Betty White. Uh, 27, October 27, Twitter discontinues the app Vine. It just can't be monetized well. October 28, 1972, the Who's joined together is taking the official song of United States Council for World Affairs. Why did you say it? The, the... Ew, I have no idea. It sounded like Christmas Grinchy the stuff. Who's? October 29, 1993. Tim Burton's animated musical, The Nightmare Before Christmas, hits theaters. This is Halloween. This, this. October 30th, 2008. The makers of rock bands secure the rights to produce the first ever Beatles music video game. That wraps up seven days in 70 seconds. Quiet Riot. The original guitarist for Quiet Riot was Randy Rhodes. Right before they became what they wanted to be, Rhodes was stolen away by Sharon and Ozzy. Mm -hmm. Now, the song Thunderbird was written while Randy Rhodes was still in the band. However, Kevin DeBrow, who was the singer, added extra verses, changed words, and made it the closing track to the Mental or Metal Health album in 82, because by that point in time, Randy Rhodes had passed due to the plane crash and would never see the success Aww. of the band. Here's Thunderbird on Rock School. Hello, you. Yes, it's me. You can't come back You're flying free You think you found Everything That you need Into the second break This is the Halloween show So we've got to talk about Candy. Oh, yes, please. Look, you're never gonna go wrong giving name brand candy mm-hmm. in full size. Right. If you're the house that gives full size Snickers, you get to live two or three more years. No it's eggs a, for no eggs for you, right? No, it's absolutely a proven fact. It's I'm almost positive it's in some religious text. Full-size Snickers. You know, the first time I ever got a full-size bar, yeah. it was a Hershey bar, it was just the dark, I mean, the, the chocolate, not dark chocolate, milk chocolate. Yeah. And you know what I thought about the people that lived there? That they were the greatest human beings that ever lived. I thought they were millionaires. Oh, yeah. I remember specifically um, back when I lived in Altoona, Pennsylvania. That's right, Altoona. There was a, a, a family that bought cases of Coca-Cola and gave away a 12-ounce can. Are you serious? To every one of us. And we thought the same thing. This is the richest group of people ever. My assumption is the guy worked for Coca-Cola, and that's what he did. Uh, Oh, my God. You know what? I'm surprised you didn't get Mallow Cups. They're made there. Oh, I love Mallow Cups. Oh, it's the worst candy in the world. No, it's not. If you don't know what a Mallow Cup, it's, it's a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, except it has marshmallow inside of it. But here's the selling point. 
the little piece of cardboard that's in there had a coin on it, printed on it, like a nickel or a quarter, what have you. And if you could, I think it was a dollar or three dollars, if you got that much in terms of fake coinage, right. you got a free piece of candy. Which, what kind of candy? Well, same same thing. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> Here's what's available for 2022. Mars candy bars and Kit Kats are now being offered in green for a limited time, which means you will see them very soon at your local family dollar for nothing. Yes. Skittles Woo-hoo. Shriekers. Once again, Skittles Shriekers. Uh-huh. What's what that? What it is is a bag of Skittles. Except every now and again, without any warning, they didn't change it at all. One of the Skittles is so sour you will die. Oh. And, and, and shriek, apparently. Oh. Uh, Hershey's Kisses are putting out a series of kisses with strawberry inside of it. So when you bite it, blood comes flying out. Is it's that like, disgusting? It's like, oh, that's what that's what it's all about. Yeah, but the Don't the, you don't you remember growing up there was a, a candy dispenser that was a nose and you pulled this green slimy stuff yes, out and ate it? But but strawberry always tastes terrible in candy. <laughs> well how about this? I'll bet I can hit beat me, it. Hit me, hit me. Dove chocolates are putting out pumpkin chocolates. As in pumpkin flavor? As in pumpkin flavor. Not pumpkin spice, pumpkin. Ah, nerds in candy corn texture. You know, nerds are normally those hard little rocks. Right. But the same texture as a candy corn. Okay. Except it's nerds. All right. All right. I'll, okay. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Pumpkin spice gummy bears. I swear I am not kidding about that. No. Cookies and cream fangs. It's that white candy. Yeah. And it's got the crushed up cookies in it. But it's in the shape of fangs. Eh. You put it in. Eh. Yum. And for some reason, I must have seen this on 10 different websites, it has been decided by the kids that ring pops are the things this year. Okay. That's easy. What you probably know about us is that we live in the great state of Louisiana. And because my son is part of the high school band, we go to all these parades, not only at Christmas, but around Mardi Gras. So all those high school bands you see in parades, my kid's in one of them. And I'm the guy who hooks the trailer up to his truck and then rides behind them. So what we will do is have tons of candy to throw. And I always bring along ring pops and they are for sure the most popular thing we ever throw. But I never give them to kids. What I do is I bring over an elderly person uh-huh. and I ask her to marry me with a ring pop. Oh, God, you're you're <laughs> sick, man. <laughs> Who's listening to us on the show? KSKQ, Ashland, Oregon. Couldn't pick up the piece of paper fast enough. They're sick you? in Oregon also. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Coming out of the break, we are running out of time, but quick. Here's a few quick ones. Life Wasted by Pearl Jam is a tribute to Johnny Ramone of the Ramones. Now, I know what it sounds like. However, you need to listen to the song to find out why. Red Hot Chili Peppers have a song called Tear Jerker, which is a tribute to Kurt Cobain. By the way, 
from the album Balance, the Van Halen song, Don't Tell Me What Love Can Do, Mm -hmm. a lot of people just think it's about this idea of a kid and and he can't be made whole because of drugs and all that. It was actually for Kurt Cobain. They just simply lightened up the lyrics. But Sammy Hagar hung tight to keep the line in, score me some heroin. Wow. Yep. Woo! In My Darkest Hour, Megadeth's tribute to Cliff Burton, the Metallica bassist. Mm -hmm. And also, speaking of Cliff Burton, Metallica's song, To Live, is To Die. That is also for Cliff Burton. The one we're going to play, and I'm only going to play because it's nice and short, Neil Young's The Needle and the Damage Done is for Danny Witten and his addiction and subsequent overdose from the drug. He goes Neil Young on Rock School. Caught you knocking at my cellar door I love you, baby, can I have some more? Ooh, the damage Coming into the last break, the thing is, I have got Six pages, seven pages of these. We we didn't get to half of them. You should have done a twofer. Maybe. Friend of a Friend by the Foo Fighters. You can probably pick that out. That's Kurt Cobain. Aesthetics of Hate by Machine Head is about not only Dimebag Daryl, but the idea was soon after his death, a critic was making derogatory comments about Dangbag Daryl. Oh, he wasn't that great of a guitarist. And if you want to listen to somebody being angry in a song, Aesthetics of Hate. Uh, If you remember a couple shows ago, we were talking about grave robbing. and people. Yeah, Yeah, uh, yeah, Paul Gray died, part of Slipknot. And there's a song by them called Goodbye, where he gets it. Um, Nils Lofgren... Miss You Ray is about Ray Charles. I'm just slipping through my pages right now. Uh, Say Hello to Heaven, Temple with Dogs, tribute to Andy Wood from uh, Mother Love Bone. Above and Beyond, Deep Purple's tribute to John Lord. I'm just running out of time. Song and Emotion by Tesla is also about Steam and Steve Clark from Def Leppard. In My Darkest Hour, Megadeth. I think I read that already uh, about Cliff Burton. Of Missing Persons, Jackson Brown was a ballad for Inara George in a tribute to his father, Little Feed frontman Lowell George. And where we got here? A Day Without Me, You Too, was about the suicide of Joy Division frontman Ian Curtis. Uh, I have any more here I really want to get across to you. An original man, a song for Keith, the Yardbirds, was for Chris, uh, let me make sure I get this right, Keith Ralph. Yep, front man that died in 1976. He was electrocuted in his own house. Ooh. Also, Uriah Heep, Between Two Worlds, was a... Uh, uh, a tribute to late band members David Byron and bassist Gary Thane. I tried to say bassist and Gary at the same time and came out with gassist. So the one we're going to play, this is Brian Wilson, Lay Down Burden. On his 1998 solo album, Wilson provided a tribute to his brother, Carl Wilson. 
the guitarist singer died from lung cancer when Brian and his collaborators were making Imagine, so the song was written and released. And that wraps it up. Happy Halloween, everybody, and I hope you enjoy it as much as my wife does. I don't care. I just eat the candy, and she gets angry, and the day before has to run back out to Target and buy more candy. Yes. So that's that. Class is dismissed. So many